we are spirit people. We know how to pay attention to movements within our innermost beings. And so I think we have been particularly equipped for this work of being together in spirit. <clears throat> if I would have chronicled the ups and downs I had this week, especially as it related to figuring out what to say this morning, it would have been quite a hilly story. Like many, you, like many of you, I have been particularly struck by the swells of emotions I have felt during this time of physical distancing. One day I feel particularly energized and can build garden boxes and shovel dirt and collapse into bed having felt like a good day's work had been put in. The very next day, the most I can muster is to feed my children and stare at my phone. I don't seem to have much control which version of myself will show up day to day during this pandemic. I quickly learned that I can't beat myself up about it. I just need to embrace whatever my daily reality is. This made it difficult to find a cohesive message to bring to you this morning. There was a voice within me the last week, the last few weeks that who kept saying, it is Easter, Mark. You need to do something spectacular. But as this day drew closer and closer, it was becoming clear to me that pyrotechnics and laser light shows weren't in the cards this year. What continued showing up to me was the reality that the weekend, that the weekend Jesus and his disciples experienced 2,000 years ago was hardly cohesive. Perhaps the lack of stability and the daily ups and downs is precisely the fertile ground for listening to spirit during Easter in the time of COVID-19. I again found myself visualizing and trying to imagine what this week must have been like for the people closest to Jesus. I thought about Maundy Thursday, the day that marks the Last Supper, and Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. The Gospel of Luke mentions that during the Last Supper, the disciples argued about which one of them would be considered the greatest. And Jesus, even on the eve of his birth, had to remind the people closest to him one of the core elements of his life and teaching, that of humility, and who precisely is considered great in the eyes of God. Hint, it's not the most wealthy or powerful. I get the sense that the disciples still didn't fully comprehend what was about to happen. And then the world comes crashing down for all of them. I cannot possibly imagine the horror of witnessing what unfolded on Good Friday. To have the man you spent so many of your, of your years of your life with suddenly be taken from you with incredible violence. These people had to have been traumatized by what they witnessed. I imagine them trying to sleep that night. I imagine how directionless they must have felt, even though they heard Jesus talk about this before. This had to be one of the most dark and devastating days. 
And then Saturday, a full day of processing and staring at walls, rubbing temples, hugging grieving people. Maybe some people just stayed in bed all day. Maybe some people busied themselves. Maybe they made sourdough bread or tended to their gardens. And then the absolute mystery of Easter, the absolute mystery of Sunday. Such a quick reversal of feelings. In just over 24 hours, going from absolute despair to complete jubilation. From the Last Supper to Easter morning, the scope of what our brothers and sisters experienced is unfathomable. I think it is quite all right that when I look at my screen right now, I see dozens of faces of people, and I see each of them a different story. I think it is right for us to acknowledge the sadness, uncertainty, and confusion that exists for many of us right now. And I think it is okay if it doesn't feel much like Easter to you today. Some of you know that I have been playing with the imagery and symbolism of a chrysalis this last week. This is because I have retreated to a hammock countless times this last week to simply feel like a melted puddle of caterpillar goo. Wrapped warmly in the silky fabric of my hammock, I was able to limit the scope of what was right in front of me and to feel my place on this earth, especially when things seem so big and scary. It is okay if I'm not bursting forth from my chrysalis right now and unfurling beautiful butterfly wings. It is okay to be caterpillar soup right now. It is okay to be in the mystery of transformation, even the stage where everything has seemingly come apart and you cannot imagine how it will ever come back together, let alone emerging completely different than you were before. What's more, there were moments in my hammock, being caterpillar goo, that the wind would blow and peel back the fabric covering my face and suddenly I'd be forced to stare up. Before my gaze could turn to the blue sky, the enormous cherry tree's branches, packed full of white flowery flowery blossoms, would grab my attention. Then a circling yellowish dot would dart out from the center of a flower into another. Honeybees, still working away. I whispered to them, Good. Y'all are still at it, you little symbols of productivity. Their fuzzy little butts, covered in pollen, will deliver us cherries once the hot summer sun swells and sweetens the fruit. And that was resurrection breaking through, even while I needed to be still wrapped up in the tomb of my hammock. And I knew in that moment that it could all exist together. The uncertainty, the fear of everything coming apart, the helplessness and resurrection. It is all happening at once, sometimes minute by minute. What stands at the heart of my Christian identity 
is that I am an Easter person and that we are Easter people. We live in the absurdity of life beating out death and light prevailing over darkness. I have hope in resurrection, in new life, but some days it can be hard to remember that. And that is precisely why I need you and why we need one another. Not to sugarcoat anything when times are dark, but to be the light for one another, for one another by simply being willing to show up. So, happy Easter, West Hills friends. I am so lucky to be a part of you, and I am so lucky that each of us, each of you are a part of us. Here are some queries for some open worship time together. How are you experiencing the ups and downs of this Easter season? What does resurrection look like to you right now? What are you noticing about yourself during this time? <clears throat> 